Hello listeners this is Aditya Shreemankar welcome to a new episode of Investing Fundas Investing Fundas curates investment ideas economic data and business news from India and abroad and presents the best bits to you in just a few minutes This podcast is for information purpose only and is not intended to be investment advice today's episode i'll be featuring the following topics number 1 the worst environment in the stock market for investors number 2 addiction to guidance and estimates number 3 the end is near for sears and number 4 my startup idea of the week Jesse Felder on his blog thefelderreport.com writes that valuation is not a good timing tool. It may be helpful in understanding prospects for long-term returns, but it has very little utility for investors who are focused on the near term. Technical analysis whereas or you know more precisely trend analysis is helpful in understanding the short-term dynamics and markets. but has very little value for those trying to understand the likely trajectory of stocks over a long period of time buying cheap stocks that are in strong downtrends rarely works out okay and conversely buying stocks trading at their most expensive valuations in history even if they remain in an uptrend rarely works well for a long term investor the same can be said about the broad market a cheap stock in an uptrend is the ideal scenario it presents investors with an opportunity to take advantage of the greater long run on the flip side an expensive stock market in a downtrend represents the worst of all possible environments as it likely means poor long run returns punctuated by steep downdrafts currently in as of jan 2019 the latter situation is what we find ourselves in the stock market today has rarely if ever been more expensive at the same time it has just recently entered a new downtrend and one can see this from the price relative to the 2200 day moving average if history is any guide investors would be wise to adopt a defensive approach as long as these two ominous conditions exist in concert The Rational Walk, a website on value investing, writes an article on the addiction of guidance or estimates. When managers provide guidance, it effectively causes analysts to crowd around the midpoint of the range in their own models, and the variation of estimates is narrower than it would be if the analysts had to do their own work. This reduces the overall quality of analysts estimates and encourages analysts to do less work and to be more reluctant to make estimates that fall far outside the consensus. When guidance later must be adjusted dramatically, the effect on the stock price is likely to be much greater than would be if the management provided no guidance whatsoever. The irony is that managers typically give guidance in an effort to reduce volatility in the stock. So when a large company like Apple makes a prediction on November 
and then that drastically revises the prediction on on january 2 only a, in only a matter of 62 days this leads investors to believe that the management does not have a handle on the business or that events are spiraling out of control after all 2 months is a very short period of time so if apple or any closely followed company stops providing all guidance the market's reaction is likely to be negative in the short run because it could be perceived as an attempt to hide bad news however over time analysts will come up with their own estimates and a market driven consensus will emerge probably centered around a wider range of estimates in time the market will get used to the lack of spoon feeding and actual results delivered over time will drive the value of the stock this is as it should be and the example of berkshire hathaway shows that guidance is totally unnecessary sunk deep into debt by its hedge fund owners the 132 year old sears company is almost certainly a goner derek thompson writing for the atlantic says that decades before technology analysts started talking about platforms sears was the og platform technology they started out by selling other people's stuff and eventually moving on to opening stores for customers selling auto insurance and then absorbing a real estate company and a brokerage firm at one point in the middle of the century sears reportedly accounted for one in every 100 dollars spent in the united states in the 1980s walmart and other modern retailers used new digital technology to understand what shoppers were buying and to relay those findings to walmart headquarters which could then place bulk orders for the new best selling brands and products with walmart playing a superior game of sell cheap stuff efficiently sears fall was swift in the early 1980s sears was five times as big as walmart by total revenue by early 90s walmart was twice as big as sears today there is another ascendant retailer that's initially grew famous for selling one product whose virtual shopping business is now experimenting with physical locations and that has now grown to become an american goliath that seems to have its hand in nearly every conceivable business sector it's amazon jeff bezos's everything store is in so many ways the sears that sears could have been at 132 years old sears has been around longer than the four most valuable companies in the world apple amazon microsoft and google combined sears is not a failure but sadly nothing lasts forever and now time for my startup idea of the week This week's startup is Ladian. People who thought that the sharing economy like co-working spaces or bike sharing or cab sharing was getting overcrowded and had thought that this was overdone as a concept need to look at the Chinese innovations to see that this concept is in fact reaching its maturity stage instead of nearing its death. Ladian is a mobile phone power bank sharing company in China. that began operations in 
It has covered more than 280 cities in China and served over 100 million customers since then. In 2017, they even raised a Series A round of 20 million dollars from a couple of VCs. In China, the popularity of mobile games and live streaming video drives the demand for this business. Ladian is a merchant to establishments like Pizza Hut's, IKEA, Costa Coffees, Shangri-La Hotels, Chinese theater companies like Wanda Group, airports in Beijing and Shenzhen, and many other such points of interest. To use this device, the customer has to pay a deposit amount and pick up a power bank from any of the Ladian kiosks for a rental fee. and then drop it off at any ladian kiosk across the country once they are done using it although ladian was a pioneer in this business model but it has since seen competition from players like shiaudian anchorbox jadian apart from charging device rent and deposit industry players can consider revenue streams from advertisements at kiosks Some industry players may close next year if they do not have competitive products or sufficient capital to grow. Now, time for my mutual fund tip of the week. If an investor is seeking liquidity in their investment, then they should not invest in a closed-ended fund. Because even though the scheme is listed on the stock exchange and the units can be traded. the liquidity for such schemes is very limited and often there are no buyers for your scheme now time for warren buffett's quote of the week he says in the 54 years charlie and i have worked together we have never foregone an attractive purchase because of the macro or political environment or the views of other people In fact, these subjects never come up when we make decisions. Thank you all for listening in. Invest wise, invest safe, invest profitably. Visit equisearch.in for more podcasts and blogs.